beautiful people long time no here because <laughs> you can't see me but um yes i did not forget about you guys uh, i have not forsaken my podcast uh it's still very much you know in the back of my mind at all times uh but truth be told i have been avoiding it i have been through a season in my life um speaking of seasons um this episode in particular is going to launch season 2 of my podcast yay confetti everything <laughs> yes this is going to be season 2 finally i was doing well actually for like the past 2 3 weeks or so I've been doing a lot of deep thinking, which is never a good thing. Because <laughs> when I get into these like spirals where I allow my mind to just wander freely, I feel like I go borderline insane. <laughs> and, you know, but in all seriousness, it's just this thing of once I allow one deep thought, it becomes another deep thought. And then I just keep digging myself into a bigger, deeper hole and I'm spiraling and I can't get out. And then this, I'm in this weird headspace. And yeah, so prior to me kind of being in this, I don't know, weird mindset that I'm in currently, um, I had kind of I guess shut off my emotions and or I guess my emotions were there maybe just I kind of not allowed myself to process anything to fully process things right I was keeping everything very surface level and I found that I started to use that as a form of like self-protection self-preservation like just keeping everything all my thoughts all my emotions though it's like I want to feel them on a deeper level and I want to think on a deeper level it's like I just I don't allow myself because I'm scared I'm scared of falling into a depression I'm scared of spiraling I'm I'm scared you know what I mean um because I know from past experiences what happens when I allow myself to go past that surface level and so uh, but my energy shifted and it was, I feel, out of my control. Uh, call it the universe, some kind of force in the world, God, some kind of energy. Uh, just told me like, hey, you need to open up and you need to allow yourself to feel these things and to have these thoughts. Um, like it's time. Do you know what I mean? You can only avoid things for so long before they start, you know, coming up to the surface you can't bury them forever do you know what I mean and so that's kind of what I'm going through currently anyway that's enough about me uh how are you guys doing I hope uh your life is going well I hope things are okay (laughs) um you know I'm always rooting for you guys you know I'm always here for you um hey and if you're kind of in a place like me where you're like oh my god I feel like I'm losing it I am failing and I'm just lost um 
welcome to the club, bestie. <laughs> um, I'm glad you're here. I'm happy to have you. Uh, but just know that, you know, everything is temporary. Though that's scary, it's also a good thing because that means that when you're going through a hard season in your life, it's like you're not going to be there forever. It, it feels like it's forever because sometimes those hard seasons really do feel everlasting. <laughs> I know. I get it. I'm definitely there now. Um, but like all is well. That's something I keep telling myself, whether I believe it or not. Like I'm just I'm like, hey, girl, all is well. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't even sweat it too much. Like, it's not that serious. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's going to be OK. And um, you're doing great. I don't know if anybody's ever said that to you or has said that to you recently, but you're doing great. I'm proud of you and you should be proud of yourself as well. Um, With that being said, we're just going to jump right into today's episode. I had to take a breather for a second. I'm really nervous because first of all, I have not been here to speak to you guys in quite some time. I don't know. It's been months. I've lost count. I've lost track of how many months it's been truly and I'm I apologize I'm sorry I like I just don't know you know where my head's been uh, but I'm back I'm here uh, but anyway the title of today is anxiety is a liar we are going to be delving into all things fear and anxiety and like mental health issues um, and I found it also very fitting because May Though today is the last day of May, uh, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I told myself I cannot leave this month without addressing something mental health. Do you know what I mean? Because I do it every, it's like, it's like a ritual for me. Every time May comes around, I have to talk about all things mental health. Um, because I am, I consider myself anyway, like, um, kind of like a mental health advocate, um, and kind of like an open, I would like to think of myself as an open-minded person and as someone who uh, has dedicated so much of her time and her life to like healing the mind. Uh, but you know, I'm still very new at this and I'm doing it alone. So I am by no means an expert. I have no kind of degree. I'm not close to getting a degree and I don't know if I will get a degree, but I do think that speaking about the mind and being as open-minded as you can though we have biases and we have our you know things that we hold on to like our values and our more whatever like I think it's important to just do your very best to to keep an open heart and keep an open mind and to as a human being allow yourself and allow others to be human and to speak on these things because how else are we going to Uh, improve as a whole as a collective as a society if we don't talk about these things you know what I mean they have to be spoken about and so uh yeah anyway anxiety is a liar (laughs) um and my god it is so um what prompted me to uh make this the topic of today's episode is yes as I mentioned uh May is mental health awareness month um But also, as I mentioned as well, I have been kind of doing a lot of a lot of deep pondering, (laughs) just a lot of deep thinking. And I couldn't avoid it. 
you know, for a while I did. And it just really, like I said, got to a point where I'm like, you know what? It's time I have to allow myself to process things that need to be processed, you know, in order for me to be able to lift whatever weight I'm carrying and to heal, to move forward, to grow as a human being. And so, um, kind of, I don't know, an epiphany I had, um, whilst doing my, my pondering was that, um, anxiety has been, I can't, there's a word that I want to use, but it's, it's, it's left me now. It's been like the the focus. That's not the words I want to use. There's a different one I want to use, but I cannot think of it right now. Surely it, it will, it'll come to me later. But um, it has been kind of the focus of my whole life. Not intentionally, right? It's, it's, it's not like I wake up every day and I'm like, yes, anxiety, yes. You know, like that's not what's going through my head um, and not what I'm intending and not what I want to be as a person, what I want to represent myself in my life. But however, I think, I don't know, that's just the epiphany I came to was that anxiety has controlled me and has been such a huge focus in my identity for as long as I can remember, for as long as I can remember. Like anxiety has been just... Yeah, it's, it's, it's been my whole life. It is in every area of my life. It affects everything in my life. It affects... Anyway, we'll get into that. Uh, before I delve any deeper, I'm looking at my notes. As I've said this before, if you've ever listened to any one of my other episodes, when I write notes, I tend to like be less cohesive. Uh, I'm not good at like jotting things down. I find that I'm better when I just let my mind flow and do what it needs to do. But anyway, I'm trying my best to like be organized <laughs> when I make these episodes. I'm not, okay? And we can clearly tell that. But like I'm I'm at least I'm making an effort, you guys, okay? So, <laughs> let's just start with I decided I was going to like look up. You know, when you do a Google search of what is the definition of anxiety. Uh this is like the original dictionary definition, right? Like Oxford languages, I think. I don't know. Um, it's a noun and it says a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome about to happen or imminent means about to happen. But so either an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Um, so I was reading that and I was like, oh my God, that's so generic, which that's what I expected. It's like, it's straight from the dictionary. Uh, so then I went to my beloved and trusted <laughs> urban dictionary. And, um, you know, uh, if you've ever looked up anything <laughs> on urban dictionary, what a mess that place is, right? <laughs> but my favorite definition written by anonymous on there, um, I will just read it to you guys. It says this little voice inside your head telling you that everyone hates you. They're just your friend because they feel bad for you and don't want to be rude. It's when you feel like crying every second of the day, even when nothing really is happening. It always makes you on edge. And I was like, ding, 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 we have a winner. (laughs) When I read that definition, whoever wrote it, uh, bless you. And also, 
I hope you're doing better <laughs> after writing that definition. Um, but anyway, I read that and I was like, no, literally, that's kind of like spot on. Like, I don't know if the medical professionals would agree with that, but from my experience with anxiety and uh, trust you me, I have a lot. <laughs> I read that and I was like, that's exactly that's yeah, like hell, I couldn't have said it any better. You know what I mean? Um especially when they said that voice inside your head telling you that everyone hates you. Oh, that is just so like target pinpoint right there. I just need to focus on that for a minute. I can't like explain to you how much I struggle with that. That voice inside my head, whenever I go to even like close friends who I know love me and who I know care about me, I will be fine hanging out with them. And then I'll get home and I start thinking those thoughts and I'm like, oh my God, now, why am I now convinced that literally all these people hate me? And when they talk to me, when I text them, when I, when we're laughing together, it's not because they like me. It's because it's like, they don't want to be rude to me. You know, like that was like, yeah, no, I literally experienced that every day of my life. Even if it's not friends, even if it's just like acquaintances or people that I've known, you know, throughout my life and I'm having conversations with them out in public, whatever. I literally always have this voice in the back of my head telling me, girl they're judging you girl they're judging you girl they hate you girl leave girl bye they think you're annoying like literally that is always going on in the back of my head even when I'm like having conversations with you guys on social media like there's always that voice in my head being like these people don't actually like you they're just trying to be nice or they're being fake or da 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 um and so the past week, I, you know, had a lot of events, a lot of a, fun- a lot of functions going on. And um, so I was out quite a lot. And for me, that is not a common thing. I um, tend to stay in a lot for very many reasons. And so what I've learned is that, see, I used to think that I was an introvert, Right. This is what I want to get, get into when I say anxiety is a liar. Anxiety will tell you lies upon lies upon lies. Sorry, I'm kind of all over the place. It's just I have these things popping into my brain and I'm also like trying to refer back to my notes to make sure I say everything that needs to be said. Anyway, um, yeah, anxiety will literally lie to you. So yeah, I was out and um, I've been, I was, you know, going from one function to the next, hanging out with all these people, talking to all these people, conversating with all these different people. And I realized after all those events had taken place, like, oh my God, I'm, first of all, I'm drained. But it wasn't a drain of like, I'm tired. It wasn't a drain of like, I need to recharge, right? Because that's what being introverted is. And this is an epiphany I came to the other day. Like for so long, anxiety told me like, yeah, you're just introverted. That's why like when you get home from hanging out with people or being outside or whatever, that's why you feel drained. That's why you need to like isolate yourself and not talk to anybody for a few days and be all broody about the world and everything, I thought that was just, oh, you're an introvert. Come to find it's anxiety lying to me because the more that I'm out, the more that I realize I'm actually very extroverted, very talkative, very loud, very peppy, um, 
so full of energy because if you ask people when I'm out, like I've had people tell me so many times, like, you're just always so full of energy and, and happy and da, 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 da. But then in my mind, I'm thinking, uh, I think I'm quiet and I think I have like zero energy, but it's not true. And like, like literally anxiety does this thing where it's like, I don't know. It's so hard to put into words, but let me just explain the thought process that I have when I get back from being, you know, social, right? So I'll get home. I'm fine. And then all of a sudden, like I take off my makeup, I change into my PJs, whatever, da, 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 da. I get in bed. I'm scrolling through social media, which I know that is not good for the anxiety to do, um, to scroll through social media before you go to sleep. I do it anyway. You know what? I grew up in the generation of social media. Hate, hate on me if you must, but you know what? It is what it is. So anyway, I'm sitting there scrolling through my phone and all of a sudden that voice in the back of my head is like, damn, you were really annoying tonight. <laughs> That's usually like how it starts. Just like me thinking about, and then like me, you, you know, kind of replaying those conversations I had with people. Um, oh, maybe you shouldn't have said that there, or maybe you should have been less peppy when you we're talking about that because you seemed really extra like maybe don't be so fucking extra because like that's really annoying to people when you're really extra when you're super excited about something don't do that because that's super annoying and it makes people hella uncomfy um also miss girl nobody cares just because you care about this topic no one else cares so maybe like shut up maybe like actually don't speak like hush zip it (laughs) you know and then like like I said, I keep like replaying those conversations in my head and all of a sudden that anxiety kicks in and it's like, it's kind of like, I don't know, somewhere in the middle trying to make sense, almost mediate, but being a terrible mediator and, you know, just trying to fill in the gaps, right? But doing an awful job and being like, girl, this is why you don't need to go outside. You know what I mean? Like, stay your ass inside. No one likes you anyway. All these people, you see them, they have a friend group. They already have a bestie. They already have this and that going on. What do you bring to the table? What value do do you add to their lives and their friend groups and this relationship? Nothing. You're worthless. Maybe just like don't go out ever. Stay your ass in bed. Like don't even leave the bed, matter of fact. Literally, that's what's going on in the back of my head every single time like clockwork but do you see like I never realized that was what it was I always just thought when I got home and I felt drained it was just like oh you're just introverted and you don't like to conversate with people a lot or you only like to conversate for a limited amount of time or this that and the third and I realized it's like no I'm drained not because I'm introverted I'm drained because of all this anxiety that I've been battling in my head from the time I went out, from the time I come back in, from the time I go to sleep. Like, it's just all these negative thoughts, these, these, this, this fear that's feeding into my mind. 25-8. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, am I making sense? I'm trying so hard to, like, to break down my thought process and make it, like, a cohesive, one cohesive thought. I don't know if this is... I hope it's... Anyway, um... <laughs> So yeah, that's like something I really had to realize was like, you're not actually introverted. I love being outside actually. 
I love conversating with people as loud and as extra as I might be and as over like bubbly as I might be like I love like just getting to be out I actually don't like being alone that much I do it because of the anxiety not because I like like I you know everyone needs their time in solitude and I do appreciate solitude but I think I've spent so much of my life in solitude and I've realized wait I I actually don't want this. Like, I want to be around people that I love. I want to have fun with people that I love. I want to spend time with people that I love because, like, time is short. You can't just be by yourself all the time and think that's fine. Like, we're human beings. We need connection in order to function. Do you know what I mean? Some of us more than others. Some of us less than others. But, like, we all need that. So, like, constantly being on your own, like, being by yourself in solitude, like, no. I don't know. That's just me. Um, so that's like something I do. Also, I learned that, you know, anxiety. That's one lie it told me was that I was introverted. Another lie that I've really had to come to grips with is the whole social awkwardness aspect that comes with social anxiety. Uh, which like there are differences between just like generalized anxiety and then like social anxiety. I feel as though I struggle with really all forms <laughs> of anxiety. Anything, all things anxiety. Like I'm there, you know, I'm in that category. But um, that's like another thing. I have been saying that I'm socially awkward for the longest time. Okay, I've been saying that I have had anxiety for the longest time because I have that is true like I for as long as I can remember like oh my goodness because even when I was a kid just looking back and people you know saying how shy I was and how you know nervous I would get like I have dealt with this anxiety thing since the beginning of freaking time like pinnacle that's the word I was looking for, you guys. Um, anxiety has been the pinnacle of my life. It's literally fear and anxiety have controlled me since the beginning of time. And, you know, anyway, I'll get into that point later uh, of how it's controlled me for so long. But I was talking about the lies that anxiety tells you. Um, yeah, the social awkwardness aspect. Whew. That one blew my mind because so when I was younger, I didn't have a lot of friends, right? I wasn't getting invited to a lot of parties. I wasn't hanging out with people much outside of school, even in school. I can count or really I can't count the amount of times like I would kind of just like sit by myself at lunch or whatever, just like not bother to conversate or sit with people because like, yeah, I just didn't even have enough friends to like do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? I didn't have enough friends to like... Or even have enough friends to have a friend in each of my classes, right? Like in middle school or high school, especially high school. Um, So one thing that I I thought, you know, when I started getting out into the world a little bit more, which I consider myself a person who has not really gotten out into the world much. um, And that's something that I have a lot of shame about is like, I just haven't gotten into like I I feel like I've been stuck in this little bubble for like all my life and I desperately want to get out it's been something I've been trying to do since literally birth but um when I started to kind of make more friends 
and I started to get like a, a slight taste of popularity. I say slight because I don't consider myself popular even more, um, regardless of what others perceive of me. Um, I realized I was like, I'm actually very capable of conversating normally with people, having normal ass conversations with people. I'm capable of even doing small talk, which I didn't know. Like as much as I absolutely hate small talk, like I hate it more than anything in this whole world. Like it just, it's so icky and like gross. Like stop it. I don't want to talk about the weather. I don't want to talk about how your job is going. I don't want to talk about how many days of the week you work. I don't want to talk about what you bought at the store. Like I don't care. I promise you, I don't care. And you shouldn't care about that. And like, I don't care. We shouldn't care. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So for the longest time, I really assumed that I was just a super socially awkward person. But like, here's the thing. When you are in the midst of anxiety, when you are having all these thoughts, your mind is going a million miles per minute. And it's feeding you all these lies while this person or these group of this group of people, is that correct grammar? This group of people, yeah, is in front of you or sitting next to you or standing next to you or whatever. When you have going on in your head, they hate you. This person thinks you're ugly. This person thinks you smell bad. And it's like, okay, they're all lies, right? Because anxiety is a liar. It literally just feeds things into your mind to make you fear, to instill fear in you, right? So it's not even true, but your mind is literally going, you know, trying to fill in gaps, trying to, I don't know, make sense of things and doing a horrible job because you're scared as hell. So your mind is like, yeah, this person thinks you're weird. This person thinks you're too loud. This person thinks you smell bad. This person thinks you're ugly. This person, or okay, if you do this, you're going to trip and fall and make a fool of yourself. And then people are going to laugh at you. And then you're going to die. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if that's your experience with anxiety, but that is very much mine. Like from the second I step out of the house, no, let alone the house, my bedroom, like the minute I step out of my bedroom, chaos ensues in my mind, not even in per- just in my mind. It's not like anything has even happened yet. Right. But my mind is just feeding me lies upon lies. It's like, girl, the minute you step out, you're going to literally die. It, Cause like, that's what anxiety does. It lies to you and tells you that the world is after you. Everyone is out to get you. When that is not true. I mean, yes, there are bad people in this world. There are bad things. There are bad, like, evil forces. But it's not true. Like, anxiety just instills this um, unreasonable amount of fear in you. You know, irrational. That's the word I'm looking for. Irrational fear in you. Because it's normal to be fearful. Fear is a normal thing. Even anxiety, like, that's a normal thing. But I think, uh, you know... It just gets to a point where it's irrational and that's where it becomes a problem. So anyway, back to the social awkwardness, like it's not that I'm socially awkward. It's just like, how do you expect me to have a conversation with you with you when all those thoughts are going rampant in my mind? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, how am I supposed to sit down and talk to you about the weather or, you know, about my, my, my cat or about how my job is going when my mind is literally here telling me this person thinks you're weird and ugly and stupid do you like you know what I mean like of course I'm not going to be able to sit down and have um a civilized conversation with someone 
So of course, like that awkwardness is going to come up because it's like, I don't really know how to function when my mind is like going borderline insane. Do you see? So it's not that I'm socially awkward because in those moments where I do feel comfortable and anxiety is not controlling me, I found that I'm a perfect conversator. I am perfectly capable of having normal conversations with people, good conversation with people, even small talk with people. But when that anxiety is, is it's at, when it's at work in my system, like I'm not going to function correctly. I'm on edge. I'm biting my fingernails. I'm twisting, my, like I'm playing with my hair. I'm um, cracking my knuckles. Uh, is that what you call it? Popping my knuckles. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I'm shaking my leg if I'm sitting down. Um, you know, I'm, I'm tapping my finger on something uh, like super like fast and repeatedly. You know, I'm I'm not able to make eye contact. Um, I'm stuttering, which is something I do so much for my podcast because every time before I hit record, I also have anxiety because I'm like, oh my God, are these people going to think like I talk funny or am, am I smart enough to even like talk about these mental health problems? Like, am I going to be cohesive enough? Am I going to make sense? Is anyone even going to listen? Is anyone going to care? Um, am I going to look back at this in the future and be like, oh wow, this is super cringe. Probably. Um, are people that I know in my life currently going to find this and like judge the hell out of me? Do you know like Oh my gosh, it's so much. Even now, like, I'm dealing with anxiety as I record this episode. So, it's not that you're socially awkward. Or for me, that's... And there's nothing wrong with being socially awkward as well. There is nothing wrong with that at all. But something I've found is I'm not actually... So, I'm perfectly capable of conversating normally and operating normally. But when that anxiety is at work, it's it's an impossible thing to do you know I have never understood those people who like are like oh yeah I struggle with anxiety and then they're they're out in public and you would never tell like they're so good at hiding it because one thing about me I feel like I am not good at hiding it when I'm anxious like you will be able to tell like I show every single sign I don't make eye contact I stutter I, you know, like I said, I'm biting my fingernails. I'm shaking my leg. I show every single sign. So I look at some people like, oh, yeah, I struggle with it. I'm like, how? You look so chill. I've never understood. Like, I wish I could be you. I wish I could hide my anxiety because I'm incapable of it. Like, I literally cannot do it. I can't function. Like, everything is just everywhere. I'm a mess. I'm a, it's chaotic. And it's so crazy when you really think about it. It's like, it's not even reality. It's just the 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 alternate universe that this this universe that your brain has created this irrational thing that's in your mind that doesn't actually exist in reality it's so weird but another thing is like it's so difficult to just be like okay this is not real so let me just leave it alone and live my life like you know it's not real but you can't just like ignore it and go about your day do you know what I mean like it controls you it controls your every part of your being, or at least for me, because I deal with heavy anxiety. Like I always joke and say crippling anxiety, but for me, it is genuinely crippling. Um, do you know what I mean? Because it's controlled me for so long. I feel like I say this so much, like I almost feel in a way anxiety has taken so much from me. Oh my God, I'm not trying to tear up right now, but I, you know, there's so much in this life that I dream about. There's so much that I want for myself. I want better for myself. 
there are so many goals that I have for myself. I think when people look at me and see and look at my life in chronological order, you know, when you look at it from a bird's eye view or a surface level view, I think it's easy to assume that I'm just not very disciplined or goal-oriented or that I'm simple-minded or whatever the case may be, right? But, and it's even hard for me to admit this because I allow fear and anxiety to control me so much, but I really do have big dreams and big goals and I forget that because of the anxiety and it's taken away so much it's it's brought me to a point where I'm afraid to do literally anything (laughs) I was joking one of my friends and I was like they should make a manual um called how to do literally anything with crippling anxiety (laughs) because I I feel like I am useless when I'm anxious I cannot function. So essentially, I'm useless all the time because it's very rare that I'm not struggling with anxiety. At any given moment of the day, like I'm probably, like my heart's probably racing. My mind's probably going a million miles per minute. I'm on edge. I mean, for me, it is like a daily constant struggle. It's not like, oh, because this event's coming up or, oh, well, I was going on a date or I was meeting. No, for me, it is like a constant, constant battle. It never, it is everlasting. What is, what's that thing Willy Wonka made? The everlasting gobstopper? That's how I view my anxiety. It's an everlasting gobstopper. It just never ends. Like, it's just always there. Always. And never goes away for me. I envy the people who are able to have those moments of peace, who do know how to regulate their anxiety, who do know how to take control of it, who do know how to control their thoughts. I have no capability of doing that, or I think I don't. I know it takes work. And it's not like I've not been doing the work, right? This brings me to my next point, by the way. Because when you, when the experts talk about how to handle, how to cope, how to deal with anxiety, or even when you research or you hear people talking about it on social media, it's always the same thing. Uh, Breathe, take a deep breath, you know, and believe in yourself. You know, you, you are stronger than you think. And, and, you know, you've got to manifest. You've got to speak positively and be in a positive mindset. You know, you can't be in this negative mindset. Um, it's always a mindset thing, right? Always. We always blame it on people's mindsets without really... I, I feel like when people talk about anxiety, it's always... Or any mental health problem. It's so generalized and so surface level. Always. And do not get me wrong. I am such a firm believer in those things, right? Like manifesting and doing your best to speak positive things into your life, speak positive words into your life and to believe in yourself and to trust and, you know, um, to not listen to that fear. Like, yes, I am such a firm believer that you have to do all those things. But what is any of that if you don't get to the root cause of the anxiety, if you don't get to the root cause of the fear? 
I mean, just look at planting, right? Take plants. Um, you can give it all the sunlight. You can give it all the water in the world. But like, if there's something at the root that's the issue, it's not going to grow. Ooh, <laughs> bars. <laughs> can someone say bars? Ah! Okay, anyway, <laughs> it's not going to grow. We are the same because we're living things. We're living organism, organism, excuse me. We're not inanimate objects. We require a certain environment to grow, right? Each environment may be different. It may vary, but we all, you know, the environment has to be conducive in order for a human being to flourish, Oh my god, I have bars right now, y'all. Are y'all are taking notes? Hello? Ah, I feel like I should be on TED Talk right now. <laughs> but it's the truth. It's the truth. You cannot... These, these surface level things that you're doing, like, oh, I'm manifesting in my journal and I'm listening to all the TikTok girlies that are like, be Delulu and... Girl, and trust me, I'm the most Delulu. I'm, I always joke and I say I am the mayor of Deluluville and trust believe you me I am (laughs) but what are all those things what do they even mean if you're not getting to the root cause and if the environment that you're in is not conducive for your growth then these surface level things are not going to work and it's it's kind of frustrating when I listen to these people because I'm like You're talking about this issue from such a surface level place. It's so generalized. So it's not really that helpful. Because what I'm realizing is like, I have to get to the root cause of all this fear that I have. Where did it it come from? Who or what instilled it in me? Is it the trauma I've been through? Is it, I don't know, the generational trauma? Is it just like it trickled down to me? Um, Is it, you know, just me having low self-esteem. Like, where is this, all this fear coming from? Where does it stem from? Where is the root problem? And how do I fix that? How do I heal from it? And how do I grow? And furthermore, because I'm aware that the environment that I'm in is not an environment that I want to be in because I know it's not helping me. It's not serving me in any way. But like I feel stuck. So even if I find the root cause of this anxiety, this fear that I have that's everlasting, that's always there, like, so then how do I go about also changing my environment? What steps do I take after that? Because it's one thing to know, it's another thing to act upon. Do you like, am I making sense? You know what I mean? It's it's such a difficult and nuanced and layered problem. That's why when I feel like when people talk about these mental health issues, like coming from it in a surface level kind of way is so ineffective. Like I'm watching the girlies on Instagram and they're like, ah, yeah, I like to meditate and I like to da 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 da. And I like to say my, you know, little mantras. That is all fine and well. Babes, I literally have a manifest journal. I write in it not every day, but as much as I can. I have started trying to say mantras, even though I'm really difficult. That's a really difficult thing for me to do because like looking at yourself in the mirror and like saying things like, you're great, you're amazing. It's like, who are you kidding? Do you know what I mean? But 
I believe in all those things. It's not that I don't believe in those things, but it's just like, it feels a little silly. It feels a little ridiculous when you're like, there's a bigger issue here that I need to address that I'm not addressing. And even if I do address it, then what? You know what I mean? It's, 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 there's layers to this. And so it takes time. It takes figuring out, figuring out how to peel back all the layers and get to the root. And for me, I, I sat down and I asked myself, I was like, okay, well, what do I think the root cause is of this fear? Why am I always so afraid? Why does it control so much of my life? You know, like it, it's gotten so bad. My anxiety and the fear that I have has gotten to a point where it's like, I'm afraid to get out of bed in the morning and to get in my car and go to the grocery store. I'm afraid to go to a restaurant with a friend, to sit at a restaurant and sit with a friend and have a conversation for about an hour or so and eat food and talk to waitresses or waiters. That scares me. I'm afraid of going to put gas in my car going to take my car to get serviced at the dealership. That is a scary ass thing for me to do. I'm afraid to apply for a job. I'm afraid of job interviews. I'm afraid of I don't know just so much I mean like everything I'm afraid it's gotten so bad to a point where I feel like I'm literally afraid of everything and everyone I'm afraid of myself like what am I becoming what does this mean I'm afraid of healing because it's unfamiliar and it's hard and it's difficult and it's it means change and I'm afraid of change I'm afraid of What if my environment does change? Like, where am I going to be then? What new struggles am I going to have to deal with? Like, I don't know. There's just so much to be afraid of when I really think about it. I'm afraid of everything. And it's not even just like, because I feel like everybody deals with that. But it's to a point where it's caused me to just sit on my ass all the time and not do anything. Like, I try... But then I don't try because I'm like, I'm too scared and I don't want to fail because I've already failed so many times and failure is scary. People are like, you can't be afraid of failure. I hear that all the time. It's like, no, when you've failed as many times as I have, failure is a scary ass thing because you're looking at the clock. You're like, tick tock, ma'am, you don't have a lot of time. I, like you're, you failed so many times. Like when, when, when do I win? When does that happen? There's just so much to be afraid of. And like, why am I so afraid? Where does this stem from? Where does all this fear come from in the first place? Why? Like, why am I so, what am I so terrified of? Like there's, there's something and I don't know what it is. Like I'm, I'm like at a, I'm at a wall right there. I'm like, I'm afraid of all these things. I have this anxiety. I have this fear. I know that it's, it's, it's all irrational, but like, why and where and for what purpose like 
I don't know. Am I making sense or am I just like rambling at this point? (laughs) I hope I'm making sense. But I just feel like this fear that I've dealt with my whole life, like it's taken away so much. It's become my entire identity unintentionally, but still all the same. And like, I just... I'm so afraid because it's like crazy because I even know like the things that I'm good at and the things that I want to pursue, right? I even like have visions of where I want to be in the future, but it's like, I'm so scared. I don't want to try. I know I want better for myself, but I'm so scared. I don't want to try. I know I want to do this at a third, but I'm so scared. I don't want to try. I'm terrified. I'm constantly so scared. Like, everything feels so scary to me. Literally everything. It's, it's, and, and, and it's so frustrating because I know, like, I literally know that anxiety just lies to you and instills this irrational fear. Like, I know that. But it's, it's one thing to be like, oh yeah, anxiety's lying to you. It's a whole other thing to like know how to act after knowing that do you know what I mean like because people will literally sit here and tell you don't be afraid don't worry about it it's like not that simple I like if it were that simple I wouldn't even be having this conversation right now if it literally were that simple it is so complex and a lot of people I don't think they realize that like anxiety It's so crazy also because I've literally been through depression. I've been through open heart surgeries more than once. I've been through like immigration problems in this country. I've been through like so many different traumas or things that I consider in my life to be traumatic. Yet anxiety has been excuse me I don't have headphones so I don't know if y'all can hear the sirens and there are always sirens going off in my area um I'm literally just talking right now I don't even know if I can cut that off probably not hey it, it is what it is but what was I saying yes I've been through all these different traumatic events in my life however I feel like anxiety has been solely the most traumatic of everything like it's been the greatest battle it's been the biggest struggle in my life it's been the biggest obstacle in my life it's gone in the way of everything it's made me self-sabotage it's made me lose relationships it's made me lose myself it's caused me to see the world perceive the world and people in a light that you know i just shouldn't because it's not true It's caused so much damage in my life that that has been the sole most traumatic thing is anxiety out of everything. I've literally dealt with like suicidal thoughts and yet I sit here and I'm like, no, but anxiety has been the worst thing in my life because fear is so controlling. It is so controlling and it's so difficult to overcome. At least for me. I don't know. Maybe you guys are like, 
fuck fear. I just, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, pretty confident person. I'm super brave. Like, I don't care. But like, that's not how it is for me. For me, like, if I'm scared, I'm not going to do something. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to sit on my ass right here and not do it. I'm like, not do anything. And I know that's so like toxic and bad. And it means that like, you know, you're a failure and you're not going to get anything done. And you know, you're just a loser in life, but fear, I don't know how to control it. I don't know how to regulate it. I don't know how to challenge it. And I try. It's not that I don't try. But it feels impossible. Because fear is like, I don't know, you're sitting, like, it just, it warps your perception of everyone and everything. And I don't know, how do you function when you're afraid? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's so controlling. It's so controlling. It's not something that you just overcome like that. Like, it's not that simple fear so yeah it's taken away so much from me it's just caused so much damage to myself my life and those those people around the people around me and it's like what do I do you know well I know what to do it's find the root cause of it but like how what is the root cause I have no idea I, and I feel like I'm a pretty insightful person and, and, and very like self-aware and introspective. And like I pride myself in that, right? Like being very like emotionally intelligent. But I cannot figure out for the life of me why I'm so afraid of everything and everyone. I cannot figure it out. Like I, it literally brings me to tears. Like right now I'm in tears. I'm like, I don't know why I'm so afraid. I don't get it. I don't know why it has such like a chokehold on me and my life. Like, I don't know. And that also in it, in it of itself is scary to not know. It's scary to know. If I did know what the root cause, I'd be scary too. It's also scary to not know. I don't know. <laughs> it's too much. Anxiety, man. I mean, I could sit here and go in circles for days, for years. But we don't have that kind of time. (laughs) I just... As I start to close out on this episode, my final remarks, I don't know. I don't really have, you know... I can't really end this on a positive note. I thought I would. And now I'm kind of just like, oh, well, now I feel worse than I did before. So great. I thought like talking about this, like, okay, now I feel better. And I feel like a weight's been lifted. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) And that happens sometimes. And that's okay. But um, yeah, just as I close out, you guys, uh, I hope that someone out there, as I always say, like can relate to this. Like, I hope I'm not alone in this. But also, I hope I am because, like, this is a terrible thing to go through, and I, I wouldn't even wish this on my worst enemy. Like, this is absolutely atrocious. But, um, you know, at the same time, like, you know, it's nice to know that, like, we're in this together and we're going to be okay. And, you know, we as humans are connected, you know, we are one, we are whole. And yeah, anxiety is a f- lion and fear is a bitch. I don't know. <laughs> but. 
I just, I just hope and pray that for myself and for anyone else out there that like, if that is the obstacle in your life right now, if that's what's causing you to not get things done, to not achieve your goals, to chase your dreams, um, first of all, be kind to yourself, give yourself grace, give yourself time. And also I pray for each and every one of us that like, you know, we figure it out one way or another, regardless of that, uh, despite that fear and that anxiety, um, that we overcome those lies somehow. I don't know how, but I just, I, that's like my biggest wish slash prayer. Not that I really pray that much, but wish slash prayer to myself and to anyone else out there who may need that. I'm sending all those good vibes and energy your way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really know what else to say. Like, that's it, you guys. But, you know, I love you guys. I'm genuinely rooting for you um, as much as I'm rooting for myself because I, I think that we all deserve a chance at life. We all deserve opportunities. We all deserve to... Uh, we all deserve a happy ending, you know? Um, so whatever it is that your heart desires, so shall it be. And you've got this, babes. You know, we, we've got this. We're going to be okay. And and if you're just here just to listen, because you're just an amazing person who supports me whenever I, you know, get off my ass and actually record these, uh, I, I also appreciate that support. And it does not go unnoticed, I promise you. And, um, yeah, just thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to me. If you got through this whole thing, I love you. I appreciate you. Um, and, uh, yeah, with that being said, I am going to head out. Uh, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your morning, day, evening, night, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. And, um, happy almost new month. (laughs) I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.